My name is Justin Tureen, and I must just tell you something that a lot of people don't really know that I'm actually hitched, that I'm off the market. I'm sorry, ladies. Tundal's been trying her luck with me for a very long time now, um, and I, I just keep having to brush her aside because I, I'm, I'm off the market. But here's the thing with being off the market and being hitched, is that it's exciting, but it's scary at the same time. And let me tell you why it's scary. We all know that divorce rates are at an all-time high. Divorce rates are just going through the roof year by year, and nobody seems to stay married anymore. And it concerns me a little bit. So I'm trying to find out as a youngster what the recipes are for a successful marriage. And it was just the other weekend that I was sitting at a fast food joint, and I was overhearing this lovely old couple chatting. And I thought, I'm going to eavesdrop a little bit and hear what they talk about, what it takes to have a successful marriage. And this old couple were chatting, and it just so happens to turn out that I overheard them say that it was actually their 50th wedding anniversary on this particular day. And I thought, that's just great. That's so wonderful to see that there are still couples out there that celebrate 50 years of being married. And they carried on talking because, you know, old people, they think that they're quiet, but they're actually loud because they're super deaf. And so I could hear them chatting, and I heard the old man say to the lady, why don't we go back to the place where we first made love? 50 years ago. And I thought, no ways. Stop the train. There's no way that this couple that's been together for 50 years, that they still go at it, that they still get down and dirty. And I thought, no ways. I'm going to, in a non-stalker way, I'm going to follow this old couple for a day in a life of this old couple and see how they actually still get down and dirty and how they make love after 50 years of marriage. So they climb in their car, I climb in my car, a little bit behind, kind of feeling a little bit weird, creepy vibes. And uh, I, I follow them to this park and I sit in my car and I watch from a distance and they get out and they walk over towards this tree and there's, there's this fence behind the tree. And the next minute he drops his pants, she's got her knickers down and they're going at it. And I open the window and I can hear them screaming and moaning. And people that were living kilometers away could have heard that this couple were making love. They were just going screaming and shouting and heavy breathing and you name it, you knew that they were making love. And they went at it and went at it. And the next minute, they're screaming and shouting and they drop down under this tree and they're both just laying there breathing and I can see their chests opening and closing and opening and closing. And I thought, no ways. This is my cue. I have to go up to this couple now and ask them how they still have such a spark in their love life after 50 years of being married. So I walk up there quite hesitantly and I go, excuse me, guys, I'm really sorry to intrude on, on your little date that you're having here. But I just want to find out. I've just recently got married myself and I want to find out how do you keep your love life so fresh and so wild and so crazy and the old man still laying on the floor breathing heavily his wife next to him breathing heavily he looked at me and he went well son you know crime has gotten very bad in this country and I kind of look at him and I think oh, what has crime got to do with any of this and he goes let me tell you we came here 50 years ago and we made love right up against this fence and we went at it, and now, he said, 50 years later, we decided to come back, 
and to give it a go again. And he said, because the crime has gotten so bad, 50 years ago, this fence wasn't electrified. <laughs> sure. Wow. So that's like a good All five of that for minutes. That. That you know what that, that is? That's like, if I had to ask you for the time, you would start, you tell me how to make a watch. Ah. That was so boring, Justin. Like, that was am, I, am, I, am I supposed to crit, crit this? Yeah. Yes. Give, it, give, give him a squad of 10. No, wait. Let, let's listen to okay, Tando's well, first. For, wait, no, okay, no. yeah. Let's listen to yours okay. first. Okay. Cockroaches. Ah, what a phenomenon. Cockroaches. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, believe it or not, I actually grew up with them. They were a little bit of part of the family. My mom hates cockroaches, so we never had them in our house. But my Gogo, sorry Gogo to expose you on the radio like this, but Gogo had a, a couple of residents that, that lived with her and... They weren't blood relatives, uh, but they, they, they were very close to the family, you know, very warm. When you arrived, they greeted you. They were so part of the family, in fact, that they were actually named. We called them affectionately Sophie. So you'd walk in and I mean, if it's us, we're part of the family. So my grand doesn't stress too much. But if there's a real visitor and a human visitor, Sophie and all of the Sophies would make an appearance. And my grandmother would say, Nangu Sophie, you know, when Sophie creeps out from under the couch, meaning there's Sophie. And, <laughs> you know, how, how you just sidestep, all of a sudden you need to go get some coffee. So it's just, <laughs> all you hear is, I'm sure all the visitors must have thought we love to tap dance. We love to tap dance. So you can just imagine my horror when I'm moving from my grandmother's house in Soweto, going to Randburg, you know, in an upper-class apartment, living next to probably one of the most stylish, um, what do they call them? Not designer. Um, uh, uh, basically, some people who dress you. A lot of people think people on TV dress themselves and they wear their own clothes. No, truth is we have stylists that source clothes for us and just make us look pretty and we return the clothes. So anyway, on this one day, uh, I, I, I was in desperate need of an outfit for something and I hadn't sourced. But luckily for me, I had a dashing man that lived next door, dashing stylist. And... If you were a guy, you wanted to be him. If you were a girl, you wanted a man that looked like him. He was just that guy. So you can imagine my horror when I walk into their house for the first time. And I'm like, how bad Sophie? Even in the burbs? But what's, <laughs> I think what was the funniest was the fact that, unlike at my grandmother's house where Sophie was a tap dance mission, in this house, Sophie was welcomed. Sophie was welcomed. So as I'm picking up my outfit, there's Sophie on my outfit. Do I then take Sophie to my shoot or does Sophie stay behind? So I didn't mention that, you know, my my neighbors were were gay, which I mean is not really relevant, but I mention it because of their mannerisms and how they handled Sophie. So there's Sophie just, you know, chilling. Just imagine a, a hot babe chilling on the beach with her legs up. Pretty much sums up Sophie. So my stylish neighbor, as you see Sophie lounging, says, oh, sorry, darling, and gives Sophie a quick flick. You know how you tell your friend, hi, Chomi. <laughs> no, Chomi. It's exactly how they treat, hi, Sophie. No, Sophie.
<laughs> so anyway, I leave the outfit because I'm, oh my gosh, I'm not going with the cockroach. Imagine what they'll think. So he says, no, I'll pack it in the bag for you and I'll bring it to you. I imagine also he did that out of a slight embarrassment <laughs> or just maybe because he didn't want his friend to leave him. But nonetheless, uh, I, I go to my house and he does indeed keep his promise. He comes about 10 minutes later with a little bit of a bag and Sophie chilling inside the bag without me knowing. So I arrive at my shoot, take out my outfit, and there's traveling Sophie. Just like the traveling pants of sisterhood. I'm like, ah, you see why Sophie stays around with my neighbors. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> was that the joke? That was the whole joke. Was that the joke? I'm so sorry. My punchline was funny. But you, but you laughed. I what? laughed at the idea of Sophie lounging like but she was on the, the beach. The point is there was, did you I laugh? had a punchline. <laughs> did, did, <laughs> Did you no, laugh? No, that's not the point. That's not what we're judging here. Okay. When can I get into this? Now. Now. No. Do it. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Mine. So, I'm going to go into yours first, Justin. Okay. Number one, that was a very, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> Thank and you. And it wasn't original. No, it wasn't. It wasn't original. No. So then I can't give you any score for that because <laughs> okay. you actually stole a joke. I, right? That's why I asked you first. You stole a joke. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you any score. I'll give you one out of 10 for trying and for being, you were very, like you, you articulated really well. So and like, I tried to nice put it in one. context. But way too long. Okay. If you're going to do a five minute set, it doesn't mean one joke. And okay. you only had, well, basically one punchline yes. at the end. That's, you never do that. Those okay. are, that's bad. Very, okay. very bad. Got so it. shorten and don't steal jokes. <laughs> Okay. Tando. Yes. You had an interesting setup up front. I like the idea of cockroaches having a personality and having a name, but then I just didn't know what where the story was going. There was no punchline at all. There was only know. one little funny <laughs> moment for me. If I was going to write that joke, I would have spoken about the difference between cockroaches in the suburbs and versus in cockroaches the in the hood. Then it's a tighter concept. Because so cockroaches smart. in the hood would have just been chilling there going, yeah, but tell song, They would be a lot skinnier, you know? You'd have like mkotoi cockroaches, like township cockroaches where they mixed with flies. You know, township dogs are a mix of everything. So like township cockroaches that kind of flies, but the wings are too small or mixed with the song Ololo and you're not sure <laughs> in the birds they only eat ripe bread and couscous oh, <laughs> done oh, I, I'll be honest I, yes. I knew that my ending wasn't great and yeah. I, I didn't have enough time but my beginning and my idea I knew was the strong the idea is strong and I did think that the, the cockroach lying on the beach <laughs> was beautiful it's hilarious I, yeah I think it was funny okay <laughs> Out of ten, let's start with Justin. Out of out of ten, okay, Justin. You know, I'll give you I'll give you one and a half out of ten <laughs> for effort. Thank you, Tando. I will give you I'll give you two out of ten. Sure. Just for the idea and for kind of you know you kept me intrigued throughout, but absolutely no punchline. It's not a joke. But that also, was just like, I win, right? That's, that's yeah, I guess Tando okay. wins. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think uh, the moral of the story is we're both rubbish at telling yeah, jokes. Yeah, look, we're pretty bad. Okay, when people want to go out and see real jokes, or yes. yeah, no, can't see jokes, when they want to hear real jokes, yeah. where, where can they come out and see La- out? Come out to the Goliath Comedy Club. The official opening and launch is next week at Malrose Arch. We're situated next, right next to Europa on the high street. Uh, so 29th of April is the official launch. 30th of April, uh, book tickets for that. Ticketpro.co.za, the eight shows that you can choose from. And thereafter, um, we'll be running shows 
shows every week till forever. So mm. four shows a week um, from Wednesday to Saturday. Um, check out Goliath Comedy Club on Twitter or Instagram or follow me, Donovan underscore Goliath or on Instagram or Donovan Goliath on Twitter. And then you can follow the rest of my family as well. You are hilarious. You're Thank so you. funny. Thank, Thank you, you very much for, you know, taking time out to listen to our rubbish jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was painful. I'm Apologies, not going to lie. so rubbish. <laughs> You're awesome. We'll definitely be coming out to check you out. Sure. I, I, I literally laugh at only a few comedians. You're one of them. Thank so you really so much. So really honored to have you here. Appreciate it. Donovan you guys are Goliath great. on 5. Hola. Turn up the music. It's loud with Tundle Tabuti.